Hello, Monetization Nation. Welcome back to another episode with Raymond Ray. In the previous episode, we discussed five ways to use our failure to our advantage. In today's episode, Raymond shared a bit about his most recent book, The Celebrity CEO. Here's a great example of the power of a celebrity CEO. When I ask people if they know the name of the CEO of Tesla, the vast majority of people correctly answer Elon Musk. I then ask people if they know the name of the CEO of Ford or the CEO of Toyota. I have never had anyone successfully give me the name of either. Elon Musk is a celebrity CEO. For example, he has 52 million followers on Twitter. Compare that to only 33,000 Twitter followers for the CEO of Ford. And I couldn't even find an official Twitter account for the CEO of Toyota when I searched. So what's the value of being a celebrity CEO and having all that reach and influence? Ford has more than 3,000 dealerships. Toyota has more than 1,500 dealerships just in North America, not including the rest of the world. On the other hand, Tesla doesn't have any traditional dealerships. Tesla customers purchase their vehicles online. Ford was founded 118 years ago. Toyota was founded 84 years ago. Tesla was founded only 18 years ago. Yet, according to a December 2002 article in The Drive, Tesla reached a market valuation more than the next six largest car companies combined. Tesla's valuation today is approximately $650 billion. The power of a celebrity CEO has played a huge role in the success of Tesla. And in this episode, we're going to learn how to become a celebrity CEO. Tectonic shifts are constantly transforming the earth and business, causing destruction and huge growth opportunities. I'm Nathan William, the host of Monetization Nation, where we learn how to leverage business tectonic shifts to transform monetization. Let's talk about this amazing book that you've created, The Celebrity Entrepreneur. Sure. Um, so, so start off with a real broad question. What is personal branding? And, and why would an entrepreneur or CEO want to be a celebrity? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a good question. It's being on Clubhouse the last few days, there's a thousand different definitions, a thousand different ways to do it. And so this is Ramon's person. I don't know why I showed my R's. I'm not Spanish, but I'll say it again, Ramon. Um, but here's a few reasons why, and I'll unpack it as best I can. I'd love your input, Nathan, as well. You're a baller, man. So I'd love your input. But a few things. I think one, we most of us understand, and we can talk about still, a corporate brand, uh, Android, Apple, whatever it is, Mr. Coffee, my coffee warmer's over there. So I get out of the camera frame. You know, whatever the brand may be, or, or, or Uber, these brands that, that we don't really know who founded them, we don't care about the person. That's one type of branding, and that's great. I guess people say what it evokes in you, the feeling and all those things, Starbucks versus Cadillac, great level set. But the personal brand, I find Nathan for most small companies, for very small businesses, people are buying me. People are buying my handshake, my smile, my laugh, how I talked, how I didn't talk, my faith, my lack of faith. This is what encompasses me as a business. There's 10,000 web designers. I have my hair purple. It jams with Nathan. He's like, that's my guy. There are 10,000 yeah. web designers. One of them has a Southern accent. 
And I like to go horseback riding before I design your website, Mr. Nathan. Great. Nathan's like, that's my guy. I'm having fun here, but I know you understand what I'm saying. So that's really the aspect of personal branding because there's very small businesses. We often don't have the money, the breadth to build the corporate brand like Uber or Nike can. But all of us can say, hey, my name is Ramon. I talk fast. I have a ready smile. I inspire. I educate. I'm fun. I laugh real fast. This is me. If you like that, let's do business. But you know what? If not, you may want to talk to my boy, Andrew. He's quiet or reserved, very methodical, thoughtful. Hmm. Let's see the GPU overflow of the web browser and see, you know, that's him. So that's why I see it, Nathan. I think it was way too long explanation, but the bottom line is entrepreneurs can be celebrities in two ways, in their niche business, be celebrities in their niche, that you sell um, healthcare products online in Texas, just in that, or be well-known in your geography. That's the aspect of being a celebrity is that not that everybody in the world knows you like Beyonce or 50 Cent or, or whoever it may be, but that your people know you. That's the beauty of celebrity CEO. And so that's why I say every entrepreneur should consider, unless there's reason otherwise, being a celebrity CEO of your industry. Yeah. So who are some of the best celebrity CEOs that come to mind? E Elon Musk is one that, that pops to my mind first. Yeah. And let me tell you why he's one, just to give a, a, an essence. I think we all know Tesla. He could have chosen to go, and again, pardon me from off a bit, Ford, General Motors, GE, whatever, Buick, whatever the companies are routes, and not be known, just build the great company. And that's it. I'm not going to be known. But his purpose to take that mantle, Elon, he is a brand, but his charisma, how he talks, how he does. So I think to your point, he's one of the best examples. Virgin, Virgin's CEO, Richard Branson. And again, these are iconoclastic people because we only know these so much, Nathan Wright, because the guys who are really smaller, many of us don't know. But however, these are a few people. I'll do one more. I'll, Rand, if I may. Um, Rand, where's it at? Uh, yes, here we go. I'll give one more. So Rand Fishkin, lost and founder. Everybody may not know him, but he's a founder, I think, of Moz. Some of the propeller heads may know uh, oh, some yes. of that. Yeah, so you, yeah. Love so that. my point, though, being is you and I, Rand Fishkin, don't know him, but what I'm trying to get at, this is an example. In a certain space, Rand Fishkin is well-known. So he's another example of celebrity CEO. I'll mention, we just talked about Michael Gerber. In our space, entrepreneurial, my mother, I promise you, Nathan, has no clue who Michael Gerber is. Trust me on that. And I love my mother. I'm sure we all love our mothers. But in the small business space, he's a yep. celebrity CEO. So I think that's the kind of thing we mean. We're getting a little bit into, of course, iconic brands, Tony Robbins. I think they transcend that. And, you know, but it's really, and I want to let people understand, Nathan, you don't have to be very famous. We've mentioned some people who are very well known, but it's about most people who are celebrity CEOs. They're not known outside of a certain circle. Ramon Ray is not known outside of certain circles. I'm not even well-known in all entrepreneurial circles. Come on, Damon and Gary Vaynerchuk will do that. But in a small space, Nathan knows me. That's what's most important. Yeah, that's right. All right, so your book talks about the celebrity mindset. Maybe you could talk about that a little bit. What kind of mindset sure. does a CEO need to have to be successful in this process? Yeah, you have to be willing, Nathan, to put yourself out there. I think if you're not willing to put yourself out there, the celebrity CEO mindset won't work. That does not mean you have to be arrogant. That does not mean you have to be stuck up. That does not mean you have to take your hair and go, me, 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 me. No, but it does mean you have to be willing to and recognize the need to self-promote yourself. 
Why do I do my stories? You can look at my IG story, look at my Facebook story, even LinkedIn and Twitter I do sometimes. Right now, you'll see probably several videos for me in a typical three, four, five day period, several videos. It's not, hey, look at me, look at me, look at my nails, whatever who I'm trying to be at the time, but it's 90% value, 80% value. And I will hope it is. Maybe that's part of the reason we're talking today, right? Hey, here's a guy who's sharing. Here's a guy who's helping others. Yeah, he's promoting himself, but that's my, my game, my business. So that's how I see, Nathan, those who want to be the celebrity CEO. Yes, it's about your business. Yes, it's acknowledging your team. Yes, it's acknowledging. I say, thank God for my strengths and all that. But on the business side, how I get my, do, make a living with the big brands I work with, I promote myself. And I hope it comes off in a nice, authentic, beautiful way but that's part of being a celebrity seal mindset, promoting yourself, uh, telegraphing what you're doing, when you have a win, sharing it with your community and building the fan base, building the communi community and rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. Tell me about being magnetic. Your book talks about being magnetic. What do you mean by that? Listen, it's important. Think about this, Nathan. Um, uh, Nathan, here's a yellow pen made by Wasp Barcode. It's nice. It'll help you write. And um, yeah, just, it's a pen. Would you like to buy it? You'll answer whatever you answer. Or Nathan, listen, Nathan, I saw you writing for your term paper. The pen wasn't quite working. It was, eh, 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 eh. but listen, here is the wasp pen, Nathan. Do you see it, Nathan? Can you smell it, Nathan? And I'm going over the top a bit here. But the point that I'm trying to say, I think magnetic, and everybody's not going to be Ramon. Everybody's not going to be Nathan. You have to be who you are. But part of that magnetism is a bit, a little bit of bravado, naturally, is a little bit of what makes you different. And some people are different, Nathan, because I know we're talking to a broad range of people. They're different maybe because they're introspective. They're different because of their quietness, their thoughtfulness. They're different because of whatever God's given them. But for me, Nathan, that magnetism, you got to have a bit of something that magnetic, that people attracted to you. And for me, it's what other people say what other people say, that inspirational energy to other people could be because he's so thoughtful. Other people could be because he's so caring. For me, it's people just like the smile and like how I telegraph my way to the world. So that's the kind of what that magnetism is about, that there's something about you. And for me, it's that Tony Robinson-ish, you know, and I've heard he's gone through some issues. So whether you like his example or not, you get the principle I'm trying to make, that Tony Robinson-ish uh, thought process. Talk to me about physical appearance. I know a lot of people are concerned about putting themselves out there because they don't see themselves as a as model attractive, you know? Yes, here's what I mean by that. So one, it definitely does not go with being model attractive because none of us are. I have issues, Nathan, with my nose, right? Being a black guy, some of us have thinner noses, wide nose, whatever. I hope people don't get offended by what I'm saying, but I'm just speaking frank. You know, we all have our different ways are ours. So sometimes I look at my nose, wow, I wish I had a straighter nose, right? That's society, whatever, going through our heads. So it's not modelish, not that per se. I do think science shows us, right? Being fit and other things do for good or for bad, have an impact on how we look. But listen, Nathan and I, well, he should speak for himself. He may he may be model material, so I won't speak for him. Me, I miss your regular guy. I miss your regular dude. Now, I have no problem going head to head with Denzel Washington and Idris Alba. No problem at all. But let me get, I'm, I'm digressing, losing track. Nathan, sometimes my thoughts go up here and if you ever just clap and it'll rain me back into the discussion. No problem. Go, Ramon, hey, hey, Ramon. Okay, so um, yes, looks. <laughs> So not talking about your face, face, how you look, things like that, Nathan, but more so just let's look at what I have on today. It, 
Now, this is my brand, Nathan. This is me. But I think you have to have a little pop sizzle. I have the orange there. I have the blue background, this, the blue background there, whatever it is. So I guess what I'm trying to say, appearance, something that people are scrolling, they stop and they stop and take a look. As people are listening, they hear, oh, wow, let me hear that voice again. So that's really what I mean. And it's not for everybody. Doesn't mean everybody has to have bling, 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 bling on TikTok. No. But I do think part of that look is about a bit of that people kind of, oh, wow, that's a nice jacket he has on. Oh, those are a nice pair of heels she has. Oh, okay. So is that helpful, Nathan? How would you, would you say it any different? I'm curious. I want to learn from you too. Or is that, is that helpful what I'm trying to say? I think we are a lot more critical of ourselves than we are of other people. And I think if we look at people that we like to follow um, and, and that we trust and we enjoy their thought leadership, and then we really stop and look at their physical appearance, none of them are, are perfect models, you That's know, right. in their physical appearance, right? And, uh, but so, so even though we're not putting that standard on them, we're putting it on ourselves and we've got to step back and just, just realize that it's not realistic. It's not healthy and it's not necessary. Yeah, you're exactly right. And I think that's a good point. I think that's where I think the aspect of model and perfection come in. And so I want, thank you for giving me space. That's what I'm not saying, but I am saying as well, when there's 10, you know, 10 scoops of vanilla ice cream, you know, doot, 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 well, Somebody got to put lemon ice cream out there to make it pop and make a difference. <laughs> Nobody will notice it. And however that means for you. So that's definitely what we're talking about. And again, as me and Nathan hinted before, it does have to be authentic. It does have to be true. It does have to be really you. Or does it, are people going to smell it? Yeah. You can smell inauthenticity. Yeah. And, and there is one more factor in that too. I love that you brought up the authenticity. Um, if something is too perfect... Sometimes people believe it is not credible, that it's not real, that it's fake or manufactured. You know, like when a corporation produces, tries to make a, a viral video, right? And there's seven camera angles and a drone angle, and you know, it's the perfect models and, and uh, it doesn't do well. And the company asks themselves, why did this not go viral? We put so much into this and it just wasn't authentic, right? And then you have some guy on his iPhone that just filmed something and it's shaking and, and the light wasn't perfect and it goes viral yes. because it was real and people trusted it and it was credible. And, and sometimes we've got to give ourselves the credibility of, or we've got to, we've got to give ourselves the space of saying, I, I'm real, right? Mm. I'm, and, and maybe that, that me that's genuine and real will actually be more credible. Yeah. No, I love that. I love that. You're so true. And I think that's funny because many companies, right? Super Bowl commercial. I think it was Doritos and I'm sure others, I, as I understand it, people can Google it. Like they paid for like the imperfect commercial. You know, this year, let's just have a guy doing it or the cranberry juice guy. Some people, you know, if you Google or look up on Instagram or TikTok, I think dog face guy. Most people haven't heard of him, don't know him, but here's a guy drinking cranberry juice, riding on a skateboard. I think Ocean Spray or somebody bought him a new truck. He's like an Instagram star now. Yeah. He got teeth or dented faces. He called himself dog face. So I'll just leave it at that. So, but this guy is a baller. He's making money. What's that? He's real. He's authentic. Yes, absolutely. All right. In your book, you talk about the secret sauce of personal branding. Will you share that with our audience? 
Yeah, I think there's a few things. And I'm not sure if this is that secret sauce, but I think that one thing I talk about the secret sauce is this is it. There could be a few sauces is to <laughs> ask for a smile, ask for a smile before you ask for a sale. So let me know, Nathan, I'm getting that sauce right. That's one thing I talk about so much. So many times we go for the sale first, the sale first, the sale first. We don't take time to say, let me just ask for a smile. That's so much easier to get than asking for a sale. And part of that aspect is building community. Part of that aspect is building my fan base because I'd rather, Nathan, I'd rather have a thousand people, a hundred people, 50 people just saying, oh, Ramon, we know Ramon. Okay. They're around me over time. Now putting the marketing hat, putting the monetization that you know so well hat on, then I can educate them to buy from me. That's how that works all day long. And so it doesn't mean you can't sell. Hey, Nathan, going back to our example, are you tired of me selling to you, Nathan, by the way, can I sell to you one more time? I mean, that's a real question. Absolutely. Can I sell? Okay, good. <laughs> so Nathan was like, can I wait or not? So, hey, Nathan, can you buy the pin? Buy the pin, buy the pin, buy the pin. And say, no, Nathan. Can you buy the pin, Nathan? Buy the pin, buy the pin. No way. Yeah, see? Oh, you know, or he may say yes, but I only have one customer. But if I'm like, hey, Nathan, try the pin, right? Sure, he'll write. Silly example, build the fan base, build the community. Just get people to test, yeah. to try, to appreciate. Then over time, hey, Nathan, you know, you've been trying this pin for 47 years now. Uh, would you like to pay $2 and buy it? <laughs> he may say yes. <laughs> so that's how this works. Okay, so your secret sauce is basically build your fans before you try to convert customers. That's right. That's correct. Build and earn that trust. Earn the trust. And if, the way I say it, ask for a smile before you ask for a sale. How do you recommend I use my website and my sales funnel to help increase my personal branding? Oh, yeah, there's a lot. Listen, we do that all day long. Um, I'm a firm believer in websites still. Social is important as well. But I think that here's where, and many people may know this, but there's always a new entrepreneur, right? When people are talking, Nathan, the great question, people are talking about how do I use my website, social media, and other things to uh, build an audience, to build community. And at the end of the day, to make a sale, there's a few things to keep in mind. It's about narrowing the trust gap. Before I ask somebody to buy something from me, what I suggest is use the digital tools that we have to offer something to someone. Find out what their real pain point, what their real problem is, and say, let me educate you further about it. Let me give you a nibble about it. Let me help you give a taste of what I can do for you. Now they've taken a nibble. Now you can educate, 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 educate until they buy from you and you've narrowed the trust gap. You've narrowed the trust gap for when they don't know you, not sure if they buy from you, to when they do. Okay, how do I most effectively use social media to build my personal brand? Oh yeah, I love four things I talk about, Nathan, all the time. Frequency, relevancy, engagement, analytics. That's one of the simplest ways I found frequency. You gotta do it a lot. Clubhouse, that's the newest, hottest app. You gotta be on Clubhouse or LinkedIn, or Twitter, or Instagram, whatever the platform it is, but you have to be on them and use them and be in the pool to get wet. If you're not in the pool and you're like, why am I getting wet? Because you're not in the pool. So that's one, frequency. Two is relevancy. Be relevant to your audience. If you're talking to a bunch of people who like to write with pens, talk the language of writers. So relevancy is important. Engagement, engagement is powerful. Last year I did something called the Five Hour Survive and Thrive Summit, Nathan. I think part of the success, because the name sounded pretty cool, five hour, live, no stop, survive and thrive summit. That's point three. And then four, measure what you're doing. Is it working? Is the people you're trying to attract, are they really being attracted to you? That's the recipe that I've seen. There's so many more things, using video, using good images, et cetera. But 
build the fan base, build the fan base, build the community, add value, add value, then sell. Yep. What kind of content should I be producing to provide that value and, and build my personal brand? Yeah, I think there's not one vote. It depends on what your audience wants, but popular ones are video. Video, video, video works short, snackable to the point. Hey, my name is Nathan. How are you? Monetization Nathan. I hope you're doing well, blah, 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 blah. Short, snackable to the point. People like to read. People like to scroll. When you watch anybody scrolling their phone, stop, stop. They're doing that when they see a good image. So I think if you're going to start social media, video is good. Use captions, bright, colorful works at times, short to the point. And remember, you just want people to stop for a brief moment to give you a little more time to the next guy to draw them in further. Okay, how do good personal branders most effectively use email? Woo, I love email. I love email, Nathan. For me, I love email because I find that email is great because the subject line. If I already have people who know, like, and trust me, trust me, hearkening back to John Jantz of Duct Tape Marketing, a good book all should read as well. If people are doing that right, uh, then I find that email is great because you have a good subject line. And email, yes, spam filters. Yes, people are using social media. But email still works, especially for business owners, Nathan. So if your email is something anticipated, something wanted, something encouraged every day, people are going to want to buy from you, for sure. Love it. What tools and platforms uh, do you recommend for someone that's just starting off as a, as a personal brander? It's a great question. I think uh, there's many brand names I could mention. If people are listening, you're welcome to email me for recommendations, but you're better to see Nathan and ask him. But I think as a basic level platform, I would say email marketing, that's one. Everybody should have an, a great email marketing platform, point two. I think you have to have a nice looking website. Three, social media. Hope it's not too repetitive. I hope it's people are not tired of hearing it. And which platform? Go where your audience is at. Four, I definitely think small businesses need to up a level because everybody often has email marketing, Nathan, but fewer people have CRM. Fewer people are using marketing automation to really segment their customer base, to automate the marketing to their customer base. And I think that separates the big boys from the little boys or the big girls from the little girls is that marketing automation. And there's a lot of other tools too, but as you're starting out, just focus on getting the message to the right perching. And don't forget all also, lead capture, lead capture, lead capture. If you can't capture a lead, you're not capturing some information. How can you talk to people again? Can't do it. Yeah. And then nurturing those leads once you have them too. Not yes. just letting them sit there. Great stories of personal branding where you give some examples. Rachel Michalov, mm -hmm. Adrian Miller. Um, maybe you could uh, share with us a story or two of, sure. of people that have done personal branding effectively. Yeah. Rachel is an accountant, Nathan. You can't get more boring or lame or yawn than that. Rachel, if you're hearing me, forgive me. I say this in jest, teasing you, Rachel. <laughs> so you just can't, nothing, nothing special about it. But this girl is a beast on Facebook daily. Hey, listen, I just saved a customer $45,000. Hey, listen, here's three ways you can, uh, you know, file your taxes better to avoid an IRS audit all legal, things like that. She's maniacal and consistent in her education, education, education. This is what she's done. And one of the single best things she's done to build up a powerful and thriving New York City-based accounting business. So that's one example, Rachel Mikulov, Empire Tax Advisors, I believe it is. She uses the power of Facebook to grow her business. It doesn't mean you can't use advertising. Doesn't mean you can't do cold calls. Doesn't mean you can't use sales, but that's one way that, that crystallizes example of what I mean from zero to building 
just by educating and being a, a good and building up that community. Then you have other people talking about you. Hey, guess what? This guy, Nathan, he's the real deal. Come over here and see Nathan. Nathan don't got to say nothing. I said it all for him. <laughs> That's right. And it's far more credible, right? When we talk about ourselves, people don't trust what we say anyway. Sure. If we can get people to say it for us, it's worth a hundred times us saying it about ourselves. Absolutely. All day long. And listen, third-party validation, why does LinkedIn, why does LinkedIn have the recommendation, right? Yeah, you can say about yourself and your bio, but when Ramon says that Nathan's a baller, Ramon says that Nathan is hot stuff, woo, that's where it gets pretty cool. Okay, so you've talked about video a whole bunch and your book talks about video. Why are you so sold on video? Why do you think video is such an important tectonic shift today? besides a real-time audio, which Clubhouse is getting into, video is, I think, still one of the best tools to humanize and personalize your brand, Nathan. It's video. I can take my phone. Hey, this is Ramon Ray. I hope you're doing well. What's going on, Nathan? How are you? Blah, 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 blah. Done. And one of the tools I like that does that is bomb, bomb. You can do that for sales and more. But video, really, it's that tool that brings you close. It's up close and personal, right? I can't shake Jason's hand in real life, but I can, I can put my face in his face. He can put his face in my face, and we can see the smile. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You, can't, you can't do that with a letter, but you can do that with video. Thank you so much, Raymond, for sharing your stories and knowledge with us today. Here's some of my key takeaways from this episode. Number one, we don't need to be famous. We simply need to be well-known inside our circle to our people. Number two, people are buying us, not just our products or services. Or said another way, people come to know, like, and trust us before they buy our products and services. Number three, we need to become our own personal brand. Number four, we need to build a following and community before trying to convert customers. Number five, we should be focused on asking for a smile before asking for a sale. Number six, we need to narrow the trust gap by providing our customers with valuable content. Number seven, we need to focus on using lead magnets. If you enjoyed this interview and want to learn more about Raymond, connect with him on his website, RaymondRay.com. Did you like today's episode? Then please follow these channels to receive free digital monetization content. Number one, you can get a free monetization assessment of your business or subscribe to the free monetization e-magazine at monetizationnation.com. Number two, please subscribe to the Monetization Nation podcast or YouTube channel. And number three, please follow Monetization Nation on Instagram and Twitter. How do you build your personal brand? Please join our private Monetization Nation Facebook group and share your insights with other digital monetizers. Thanks for joining me for this episode. I wish you success in your journey to become a celebrity CEO. Do you want to become a better digital monetizer? To receive great monetization stories and secrets, please go to monetizationnation.com and join free. And if you liked today's episode, please subscribe to the show and share it.